Whatever. Copyright. Test. Copyright. Yeah. Ooh, whoops. <laughs> you don't know what we're recording. <laughs> it's a cut that out. We're hiding it behind a pillow for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we can edit that out. Fix it. Okay. It's true. <laughs> That's why we can edit it. <laughs> Is everything recording? I think we're good to go. Okay. Guys, we yeah. are slated. Great. Well, welcome back to Jeff and Gash. I'm Josh. Again. I'm not. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. You're also not Jeff. But Jeff couldn't be with here, be here with us again today. So Nathan, thanks for filling in. You're welcome. We got Austin again filling in on tech. Indeed. Appreciate it. Not filling in. He lives here. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> on true. The, on the couch. <laughs> Nathan. Austin lives on the couch. Yes. He, okay. lives, he can live on my couch. That's Great. fine. I'm Perfect. okay with that. Perfect. Hey. And we got Madison again with us. Not as a guest, just joining us. Yeah. She's fun. Yep. Yep. It's a good time. You are the, on my couch. Part of the Brady so. Bunch now. I am not and, on your couch. Well, you are on my chair. It's true. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, actually, Madison and I had talked about the past. Um, I feel like, Austin, you would have been the ideal roommate for me if I had ever had a roommate. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, thinking through all of my friends, because um, the only roommates I've ever had have been siblings um, and my cat. So, <laughs> of all the people, though, I feel like you and I would have... Mm-hmm. It would have worked well, you know? Because I think for we're sure. both... You're, like, you're not a slob. You don't, like leave the kitchen exploded like you're pretty conscientious about that and uh we both love tech exactly that's a huge deal we would have the the greatest time with tech it would be amazing so the, the question i have as we think about this is austin what do you think about cats yeah i love cats really my okay. man I, we have three cats his my cats f- are named after computer things exactly pentium is my cat and ryzen 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 yes those are my two cats names wow. that's that's Congra- dedication to cats and technology exactly it's great mm-hmm. see we're a match made in heaven. Other exactly. than the fact that I'm married yeah. to my actual match made in heaven. But don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> the roommate made in heaven. <laughs> but yeah. it's true. No, I don't know. I feel like uh, we do have a lot of common. Mm-hmm. We've actually taken classes together. We talked about this last time. Yes. Um, the classes that I was paying for and you were not. Yeah. Which is was, rad because great. you now know more about networks than I do, even though we were in the same class. <laughs> true. <laughs> I feel like that's because you wanted to be there and I had to be there. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's funny because I am technically technically the one with the degree but you were the one i asked for help on pretty much everything so who's the real winner i don't know <laughs> Again, going back to that qualified degree thing and i know realizing that these two are more qualified than i don't know i feel completely two. unqualified i don't know this couch here is pretty valuable this is <laughs> the mvps of MVPs this really. are on the, that's why they're on the that's sofa. why we're hosting a podcast <laughs> <laughs> and they're <laughs> this is what our life has become yeah, it's true <laughs> But yeah, Austin, uh, you don't talk ever, so I wanted to talk to you today mm-hmm. and make you talk. Okay. <laughs> so how are you doing today, buddy? I am doing well. You are very busy. That is very true. So what's your secret? I don't to, know. The, to like managing this. Being very careful with time spent and probably working more than I should. What, okay, so what goes into your time management mm. process? Because you have three jobs at the moment. Six. <laughs> you have six jobs at the moment? Oh yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you sleep? Yes. Okay. I, I really do enjoy that too. That's maybe that's my seventh job because I put seventh a lot job. of time into that one. Put a lot of effort. Yeah. Into mm-hmm. Sleep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but uh, do you have any t- pro tips on time management though? Not really. Uh, mostly just scheduling things out pretty hardcore and kind of making sure I know when I'm going where. Mm-hmm. Okay. And because not that- letting too much overlap other jobs. Right. That's the thing I think I'm most impressed about you is that you are always busy, but you're never late. 
Mm. You know, because I feel like a lot of people who over, I, I wouldn't say, I guess for you, I wouldn't say you're over committed because you're able to manage it. But some people I know who are just like constantly busy are never on time for stuff. Sure. And it's like, you got to appreciate that they get stuff done and whatever, but it's like, it's nice when people are on time. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm impressed about you is that you're like, you apparently have six jobs and you're not late. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He's so, even helping us with a podcast. Yeah, for real. Like, mm-hmm. uh, we asked him. I was like, hey, Austin, you want to help me with something? And he was like, yes. And I didn't even have to tell you what it was. <laughs> so, <laughs> word. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, how long have you been into tech? Is this just like a lifelong thing you've it always been? It really has been, yeah. What I mean, did it start with? Um, I think it was tearing apart old electronics when I was really young. I remember taking apart our old mini cassette answering machine back in the day. Oh, man. When it stopped working. And okay. Yeah. That's kind of where it started. I always thought I would be either a plumber, or a plumber or an electrician. Okay. Um, but then kind of computers took over that, mm-hmm. and sure. I remember my parents got me a introduction to Windows XP book when I was I don't know ten. Okay. Something like that. <laughs> nice. And I read that thing front to back more times than. I actually kind of remember that now. Right. I remember you giving me pro tips. Here's the other thing. Austin mm-hmm. is okay. I am technically more qualified to make movies because I went to film school for a semester. <laughs> but when we edit, when we edit, Josh did too. Josh and I both went to film school for one semester. And at we the, dropped out. It was at awesome. the same time at the same school and we didn't know each other. It was a good time. So fun story. But, good memories. but it's funny because I will be sitting there, Austin and I will um, edit together sometimes. We're, we're working on a project or something or whatever and he'll be sitting next to me while we're editing and I will be doing stuff and Austin will just like shout out a shortcut key that like makes my life 10 times easier because he knows every single shortcut key for like Premiere and After Effects. So it's pretty incredible. But uh, what I was going to ask you though, you said you took apart like a, a VCR mm-hmm. or, or a answering machine. Yeah. Have you ever taken anything apart that your parents needed and you couldn't put it back together? It's a really good question. I don't think so. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't think I ever pulled... Because he's just that good. <laughs> <laughs> just like, he put it back together. <laughs> Did you ever take something apart that you then did put back together that they that is like something they didn't want to lose? That's a really good question. I can't remember. Okay. I, I don't think so, mostly okay. because I didn't know what I was doing back then, so okay. the chances of me actually putting anything back together and it working again were pretty small. Okay. You usually had to lose something in the process. Gotcha. But you took apart a lot of like broken stuff. Yes. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Old old gear, and then started uh, helping at Grace when I was twelve. I want to say at twelve. Wow. Yeah. Man, I okay. guess if you read Windows Introduction to Windows XP when you're ten, it's actually, no wonder you're yeah. helping do actually tech stuff two years later. Yeah. Actually, I think it was yeah, I was ten because we had just finished the church expansion, the last piece, and uh, okay. in oh mm. four oh five and nice. Yeah, started helping then continued ever since so nice yeah time. that's what got me and now really one of your jobs is there at that church it is mm-hmm. exactly so one of six actually two six. of six are technically in that building it's correct true. yes so what are all your jobs uh i am technical assistant at church um i am it and web development director at nbc i am uh the it guy over at heritage um i work for a couple other smaller businesses in belgrade uh smaller uh, amount of time there just doing it work and web work um and then i own uh w- with uh colin a uh internet service provider business so that's big time that's mm-hmm. big time that wow. we started about four years ago i think okay four and a half years ago now and we nice. have 30 some customers and wow keep going from there Bruh. So, you're crushing it 
Good for you. Yeah. Unbelievable. We found the most qualified person in this group. I think That's we true. did. Yeah, yeah. That, that discussion is closed. <laughs> I think this really goes to illustrate what I've been saying is that that little piece of paper they give you after four years doesn't necessarily doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's true. Because, you know, college is oftentimes really theoretical because they're trying to prep you for potentially going to grad school to study computer science theory. I had to take a lot of classes on that. Whereas, you know, it's like I, I knew I wasn't going to do that. So it's like I, I still had to take them. But, you know, there's, there's no substitute for experience, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that's really valuable because honestly, you're pro- probably a lot more employable in a lot of ways than me because you've had a lot of experience, like a lot of problems that could arise with systems you've seen mm-hmm. and you've dealt with yeah. mm-hmm. versus I have like heard about them or maybe read about some stuff in a textbook, but I've never had to touch it. So yeah, sure. I don't know. I think it's true. experience is a great thing. So yeah, it is true. For sure. And I do a lot of things, but I'm not like amazing at any one. And that's where the degrees are sometimes like that where I'll shoot a file <laughs> I'm not, off. I'm not amazing at one <laughs> well, thing either. Well, I shoot, no. I'll sometimes shoot a file off to you or Colin and be like, Hey, I broke this. Can you fix it? And it comes back and they're like, look at that. It does exactly what I was hoping it would do, but I had no clue how to do it. So it's those, those kind of specific areas sure. that it's like, okay, like I don't a niche know thing. how to touch it. On True. The, on the other hand, I would say that you learn a broader spectrum of applicable knowledge as compared to us. Like for me, I could theoretically implant electrodes to get readings into monkey brains. Theoretically. Theoretically. (laughs) I would have no reason to do that. So that entire... And you've never done it, so you don't know how technically. Yeah, so... But maybe in Singapore, you'll find a monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to keep Madison away from the monkeys. (laughs) Simple suggestion is all. Yeah. Uh, All right. Anyway, (laughs) my point being, you probably have learned a lot more knowledge that you can hold on to and apply as compared to us who have a lot more theoretical knowledge that we can probably not or never will apply. Right. Especially if you look at the percentage of people who like don't go into their major Mm -hmm. post-college. Mm-hmm. Jay, 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 over here. Jay here is a statistic, <laughs> perfectly fitting the mold. <laughs> he works at a mattress company. I do, but that's fine because I did too, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Shout out to Mattress Mill. But even sponsor us, <laughs> Lane. <laughs> and everything we say is either sponsor us or copyright. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're trying to protect our butts, but also finance. But Mattress Mill was is the place to be. It is a good place. It's I'm, wonderful. I'm thankful for it. Going back to Austin, though. Yes. Sorry. Um, before we start talking about where I work, <laughs> Austin, you do so much tech stuff. Do you ever, what What do you enjoy to do when you just want to take a break? Do you ever want to take a break oh, from a tech great stuff? That's a question. And if so, what do you do? I do like to take a break from work, mm-hmm. but, but in it's that more break, tech stuff. I do more tech stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's truly your passion. Then. It really is. Yeah. yeah. So you do, you're, it's fulfilling. It really is. Yes. Good. That's it's, good. It's what I would do in my free time. If I had free time, okay, uh, I would do what I'm doing. Okay, okay. So that's why it works out so well. Nice. Very convenient. Mm-hmm. That is. That's that almost that I think perfectly fits that mold of that saying where if you do what you love, you don't feel like you work a day of your life. I'm mm-hmm. sure Austin feels like he works a day of his life though. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. Sure he's running around with like a chicken with his head cut off. That's not always true, but you know, you know, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like yeah, it's but, true. But at least you're having fun with what you're doing. Exactly. You know, that's that's a really cool thing to be yep. able to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Austin, then, as an aficionado of technology, uh, if we treat you like a little bit of a sage here and ask you for some wisdom <laughs> on the future, what future tech 
are a you most excited about and b you think is the most like going to change the way we live the most upcoming they don't have to be the same thing mm. i guess it's a good question I am looking forward to the potential for holographic displays. Ooh. I think that... Like Tupac at that show. Yes. Well, except for you mean like head-mounted displays? Well, either that or like there's a phone coming out sometime soon that's supposed to The hydrogen phone from RED? What? What? There's a... So the RED, the camera manufacturer, you've probably heard of them. They film like the... Copyright. (laughs) Don't sue us. They're way bigger than us. It's just a color though. Everything is bigger than us. Hey, sponsor us. <laughs> Just kidding. Black Magic sponsor me. That red. Yeah. Um, anyways. It's interesting. They're both colors. That's true. Black, But red. Black Magic is way cooler than just red. Yeah. Um, we can come up with our own. Yes. <laughs> and then copyright it. But So there's a, a cinema camera company called Red. They um, make really high-end cameras. Um, but they're making a cell phone that supposedly has a 3D holographic display. So like your little person you're talking to pops up so then like it's the help, almost help like, me obi-wan kenobi <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm imagining that scene in star wars episode three where the clones get that they have the little handheld device yep. and emperor palpatine Ex- shows up and he 66. says 66 or 66 that's what <laughs> um hashtag we're both nerds apparently yeah. <laughs> hashtag copyright yeah copyright don't sue us disney <laughs> but yeah that's theoretically supposed to be yeah. and wow. there's an embargo on it right now so how you- does the other person show up on the that's I see. I don't know. I don't know how their implementation is going to be on that. If it's going to be used for that kind of thing, or if it's more going to be used for display and just you know multiple layers of display, right? Wow. To enha- you know enlarge your display. Yes. Can from I the ask field. a question? It might be a really dumb question, but there's I no dumb questions. Holograms only worked if you had like a smoke material to project on. How are they like getting around that? We don't know. Yeah. That's the weird thing about it because there's been a lot of people who have, there's an embargo on it, so they can't actually show it, but you can, mm-hmm. you can look at it and then talk about it. And, um, there are some like tech reviewers on YouTube that I really trust and they have looked at it and said, this is special. Um, and so I'm not sure what exactly it's going to be because yeah. I think the Nintendo 3DS did something with okay. glasses 3D technology mm-hmm. at some point. But you had to be looking at it at an incredibly specific angle. And then it had to do with the fact that um, the screen polarization was different on both sides. So you were yeah. just right in the sweet spot where oh. each eye saw a different image. Oh. Um, but this is supposed to be completely different. So mm-hmm. I'm also guessing it's going to be really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd be really curious to see yeah. what it is. It's, wow. it's called the hydrogen, right? Yeah. From, mm-hmm. from Red? Yeah. yeah. Huh. So that's what you're most excited about. What yeah. do you think is going to change the way we live the most? Boy, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I think if, and I have no clue if this is a potential, but if teleporters or transporters could become a thing, mm-hmm. that would change things a lot. Would you trust your body to a Star Trek type of transporter that literally takes you apart and just reassembles atoms on the other planet into you? I think it depends on which Star Trek we're talking. Towards the later Star Treks, yes, because it's been tested. So I guess if the 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 uh, technology has been tested okay. thoroughly, yes, I think I would. Because there's a lot of transporter shenanigans and tomfoolery in the original series. Yes, a lot of people get stuck for like hundreds of years or whatever. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so. things or just disappear. Mm-hmm. Or get merged with another object. Yes, exactly. Like a plant. I anticipate that when as tech develops, I'm going to become a curmudgeon. You think so? I think so. Yeah, as we 
like if teleporters ever became a thing, I would be a total curmudgeon about stuff and be like, just get in your car and drive because I can control the wheel instead of being taken apart and put back together somewhere else. (laughs) Okay. So here's the thing though. Yeah. I can see that being really useful, not only for people, but for objects. Objects would be So many times I'm on a stage and say, man, I forgot my X, Y, Z in the booth. Yep. My screwdriver, my phone. uh, Oh, boom. I could, if I could transport that to the stage to the other end of the building that would imagine the convenience of when you forget your underwear on a road trip and there you go you can just go to the store my dude (laughs) what is special about your underwear do you have like prescription underwear or something (laughs) no you you know your mom always just asks you to have clean underwear before a trip that hasn't happened in years for sure (laughs) (laughs) all right well Happy Mother's Day, Josh's mom. Be sure to call him and ask him if he has clean underwear. Please don't watch this, mom. I'm going to personally send it to her. You don't know her? With a typeset. <laughs> the best kept secret. Who anyway. is Josh's mom? Yeah. Okay. So Check. you, but, but you, so like self-driving cars come around, Josh hates them. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to trust a self-driving car. Get out of here. I'm just like, there's something about my self-driving that makes me feel more comfortable. Yes. Even though I know there's the risk of human error. I understand all the arguments for self-driving cars and less human error, but I'm still like, I know myself more than a computer. Sure. So Austin, what's your hot take? Self-driving cars. Yes. Hit me with it. Yes. Very much so. You're about it. I think that's a flaming hot take right there. Yeah. Very much so. (laughs) Yes. Um, if, if, if we can get a large enough population to have them, I think yes. traffic will become not a problem because right. everyone's speeds and the lights can all be synchronized to know where your destination is, what time you have to be at that destination, etc. So you could say, oh, I'm leaving early this morning. I don't need to be there until then. Well, it could route priority traffic slightly faster, sure. get them through lights and time lights based on destination, which direction you're turning. And you're no longer getting caught by like, oh, I was the last car of that group and I got caught by that light and there's like no one behind me if I could just get through, you know. Can I share a concern though? And I didn't realize that this was a concern with self-driving cars until we visited New York. Mm -hmm. And when we were on our way out of New York, we had to cross a bridge. And there were how many lanes that merged at random? Yeah, so it was like, uh, it was one of those things where it splits you out into like 32 lanes and then comes back together kind of. It maybe wasn't, it was maybe more like 20 20 lanes? I, I think that's still too many. I think it was maybe even like 15. Okay. That's but it goes, it goes from 4 to like 15 and then back to 4. Okay. And it's chaos. It's absolute chaos. Um, but that's all human drivers. They are. But the road is not set up, you know, yes. for self-driving cars, I would argue. Like that setup is specifically designed for like people to be able to let each other in in a very like analytical way mm-hmm. um because not only are you looking at the car that wants to come into the right and the left but also what's happening in the lanes far to the right and far to the left and just the general flow of traffic i would argue that you would need a lot of um construction in the bigger cities to be able to incorporate these cars i would counter that by saying you wouldn't need to split into 15 lanes and back to four if you had self-driving cars that had like easy passes on them that just paid as you went through Mm -hmm. because we went through three you didn't know it and i didn't either except for the signage we went through three toll booths on the way to new york without stopping 
Um, there's just an RFID chip in the windshield of the car that you just went through, and then they sent me a bill later. Mm-hmm. So I think if your cars did that, um, if, if we could install those RFID readers on those bridges, yep. piece of cake. In addition to that, um, I think the traffic was also bad because people didn't cooperate with each other. They were forcing their way into lanes. And so some lanes, there were just really aggressive drivers all the time pushing in. And me being from Montana, wasn't used to it. So I was just waiting mm-hmm. as people were shoving their way in and not realizing a, it it's like, a rental, so who yeah. cares? I paid for insurance on it, so just go. And B, like, just go, and they will let you. Like, no one's going to yeah. actually hit you. So I think that if the cars were able to communicate with each other and they weren't angry, <laughs> you know, they could just have z- zippered back together, like... Exactly. Um, Easily. I think so. I, that's my take on it. But, I, I mean, I, I totally, Josh, understand the lack yeah. of comfort. Because, like, there's this <clears throat> dingus who took his Tesla and he got into the passenger seat on the freeway. Did you hear about this? No. Yeah. Wait, was it a self-driving Tesla or something? Yeah, so Teslas um. have... This, um, it's not quite self-driving, but it's like a lane assist plus cruise control that you can enable so that it keeps your car in the lane and then it keeps it at a certain speed and it keeps it from hitting the car in front of it. So he, he turned all that on um, and, and they have all the sensors and everything they need to be self-driving. It's just not enabled because it's not super legal yet. Right. So anyways, he turns all that on and then he, he moved over to the passenger seat and he must have put like a box or something on that because there's weight sensors that disable your oh. car if you're not sitting there. Yeah. But anyways, he got jailed for it, I believe. Um, because it's all, they're trying to set precedent, I sure. think, but it's just, that's really disappointing. Cause it's like the tech's not there yet. Mm-hmm. So he's abusing it. Um, but I've, I've told Madison this, my dream is a self-driving RV oh, that <laughs> where I get in it and I say, take me to Yosemite and then I go sleep <laughs> and then it like pulls into a gas station and honks or something. <laughs> that would be amazing. So, yeah, but I personally am honestly with Josh, like I think it would feel really uncomfortable yes. to have something that I yeah. don't understand driving me in at 80 miles an hour right to sure. somewhere that I'm trusting it to know you know trusting I, it to know where it I recognize it's going. that that's just the new technology we're not used to it yeah kind of heebie-jeebies because yeah. like if you think about it that's what older people say about like newer tech that's coming out now like or even like uber right there's a lot of yeah. older people who don't trust it mm-hmm. yeah because even true. you know like social media yeah if you're like they are tracking everything what's the yeah, you know, probably are. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's funny because someone told me once that like, you know, it was like when we were kids, we told people don't meet strangers on the internet and don't get into a stranger's car. Now we're literally summoning strangers with the internet to get into their car. <laughs> it's true, but it's a great service. I mean, yeah. we love it because you're getting a local driver who knows the area, and you don't have to worry about driving. It's mm-hmm. relatively affordable. It's cheaper than taxis most of the time. So yeah, I don't know. It's true though. I mean, I. I uh, it's weird kind of being on the cusp of a big technology like this and mm-hmm. being able to, like you always look at older people who are like, well, why are you like this? But now we're like this. And even yeah. personally, like as a huge advocate of self-driving cars, I understand the risks involved. Um, and you know, if, if just one car goes AWOL, it could cause a lot of yeah. problems. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's tough, but I think that I'm, I'm, a, I guess I'd say this, I'm a huge proponent of the idea of it and we need to see what the execution of that idea is going to be very true. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And I I don't know if I necessarily trust Tesla to do that either because I don't necessarily trust Elon Musk personally after hearing about like the working conditions at SpaceX and Tesla and how many accidents they had covered up in order to get a better health and safety Mm -hmm. rating at Tesla. And just, he seems kind of short sighted sometimes. So what I really want from Tesla is them to push other companies to start innovating too. And then like, I think Mercedes has some self-driving cars. Google's been doing this, obviously. Yeah. They are probably number one, I'd I think say. So, yeah. um, and they've had a fleet of hundreds of them in San Francisco. And the only wrecks they've been in have been because they've either been T-boned or rear-ended. 
and the one that got into a wreck and it was a dr- it was the car's fault was because a dude was driving it and he wrecked <laughs> it but other than that they've never been at fault and they never hit a pedestrian exactly um so I mean, that's a good track record for now, but it's also a reasonably small sample size, so mm-hmm. who knows? Also, I wonder what, um, you know, I, I think from what you've told me, most of it has been in California. Yes. Right? I wonder, and Texas. And I Texas. I wonder how they would deal with, like, Montana weather. Yeah. You know, because um, even inexperienced drivers have a, like, people who don't drive in Montana a lot have trouble telling um, the conditions yep. versus like people like you and I who have been driving here for a long time know, okay, well I know that that ice in particular, when it looks like that is extra dangerous versus like a car. I think it would be harder for it to kind of analyze those types of potentially, things. Mm-hmm. but also it could potentially in the future be better. Right. Well, the interesting thing about that, I would say is that your car already has some artificial intelligence of some kind that when you mash the brakes and it's icy, it it pushes back and it says, don't do that because you're not supposed to mash the brakes when you're sliding. You want to, but you're not supposed to. And so your car is already forcing you to stop. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think if your car, your car could probably self-correct better on its own without you. If it, it, uh, like if it was self-driving because a, it's reaction time is going to be like so fast and B it's going to know hopefully what to do. But I do agree. And the other thing too, is like a lot of the roads here aren't as nice as those roads in terms of like where the lines, I don't know what it's looking for. If it's looking for lines or just somehow figuring it out another way, the road width, we got a lot of gravel roads here, you know? So it's like, is it, how is it going to handle that? Is it going to handle gravel road? Okay. Or even a dirt road. Is it just going to be like dirt field? Same thing. And just like (laughs) cut through a cornfield. I don't know. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I guess there's still a lot to learn for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. and then also the fact that just electric cars are hard to deal with here just because of, um, battery life gets way depleted when things are cold. And so Teslas actually have to keep their batteries heated at all times in order to prevent them from going below a certain temperature threshold. So even if you're just parked, in your Tesla in Montana, it will just have a heater running all yeah. the time to keep that battery warm. So your range is really limited. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of pros and cons for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think we could get there someday. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know if it's going to be soon or not. I hope mm-hmm. so, but I, I don't know. I, th- I also see for like long commutes in big cities, mm-hmm. the ability to get work done yep. during the commute, yep. make calls, whatever. Have a hotspot in the car. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of potential for that. And I could, time. I could foresee a future where people don't really own cars. There's just streets filled with self-driving cars you can summon via like an Uber oh, type situation be because it's like, you don't have to tip a robot. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to put it bluntly, my Uber cost me $10 instead of 15 because I don't have to tip the driver. Um, I don't know. I, I, that might be part of it too is like, because I think those cars might be really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of millennials don't even own cars. Mm-hmm. Um, that's becoming a bigger and bigger thing in, mm-hmm. in San Francisco, New York. The statistics are all... How, is, how have we become like CNN now? We're not even talking about anything <laughs> entertaining at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to get off my soapbox here. We can talk about this some other time. But Self-driving cars. Well, at least we know each other's take on self-driving cars now. So that's mm-hmm. helpful for our viewers, I'm sure. And I totally mm-hmm. respect where you guys come from, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're just a little fired. I'm just honestly very excited to be a curmudgeon in a lot of ways. Um, you don't, you, <laughs> Hey, the future is now. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I'm trying to embrace it as much as I can while also maintaining my exuberant youthfulness. Yeah. You know, you just, <laughs> <laughs> with that phrase, we know it's gone. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. That just demonstrates how, um, weird I am. I think it's really all. I see. All right. Uh, let's see. Any other? Uh, we're getting close to the end of our time here, I think. But um, any other questions for Austin? 
since this is the Austin cast. <laughs> it is the Austin cast now. If there was a mass destruction of technology, all computers were gone, oh. all phones were gone. I know it would hurt, but what would be your next job? Yep. <laughs> really? Right. I, I I don't know. Probably probably. Well, I I, I don't know. I, I enjoy like working on like irrigation. That's and that's another job I do actually as well. I do some irrigation work. Um, that's why he's shredded. Yeah, no, I, and he's tan. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually one of the tannest nerds I know. Let's be real. Okay, cool. That's uh, that works. I appreciate that. News. He gets outside. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you're installing satellites. Yes. But okay, so also. you do irrigation and plumbing, maybe? Yeah, yeah, and electrical, like you know, just. If I, we're talking EPG or EMP here, mm-hmm. so yeah. no okay, electricity. Yeah, okay. we're, we're back At to the Stone point, Age. I don't know. Probably something. Yeah, outdoors. Okay. Kind of like that. Sure. Good cool. for a change up. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. One last question. If you were a vegetable, what would you be? Josh, if you were a vegetable, I'd pull the plug. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. Just kidding. Know. Just kidding, Josh. I love you. That's why I said that. Probably a cucumber. Cucumber. Why is that? Probably because of veggie tails. Larry boy. Mm, Larry. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Gotcha. I was going to say, that's, yeah. I could, mm-hmm. we could be good roommates. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. Oh. Why was that your last question? Can I just <laughs> I can we get back to you that? Know, sometimes it's just fun to catch people off guard with really weird questions. Okay, like, it's, is that like a go-to of some kind of yours, or just? Well, I remember <clears throat> when we were at a, a Bible study this summer. Um, just as an icebreaker, one of the leaders had a question, just random questions. I think one time was like, if you were a scented candle. Oh, <laughs> um, there was the, if you're a vegetable, which would you be? So there's just, and some of those just stuck in my head is just, okay. I think this would really throw a guy for a loop if I asked him that. And it did. I saw that. I don't know. And laughed about it and was, yeah. a little he laughed, but he had an back. answer. It mm-hmm. did. You did have an answer. You knew, sure. which convictions. That's I appreciate good. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Is that, are we about, are we about we're done here? Wrap it Great. up. Well, thank you guys again for joining us for Josh and Jeff. Jason Jeff and the Austin cast. <laughs> that was good. I enjoyed it. Indeed. Getting to talk to you a little bit more. Indeed. Yeah. So, fun. yeah. Thanks Very for joining nice. us too, Madison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody it's here. My pleasure. I'm having a good time. Hey, thanks for filling in for Jeff. Fun. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We'll see you soon, Jeff. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> I love how awkward our endings are. <laughs> I, know, I don't know how to-